imposed on the ball, trying to get Barry in behind, and Barry has got the better of Reese Williams here, and Aston Villa unbelievably are level, and it's Louis Barry who's done it for them to put his name up in lights here. Well, what about that? Rashford Cavani! Exactly the kind of quality that they brought him in for. The second half super sub has turned around what was a desperate situation into scenes of elation. Joe, Royce, Brandt, Harland waits in the middle. Sancho, Harland has just pulled off hoping for a spectacular shot which he has delivered. Two goals in quick succession for Dortmund at the end of the first half. Haaland moves on to 16 goals in the Bundesliga this season. And is Schalke's game already shattered? Jack Grealish is looking for another. And it is seven. The captain gets his second. This is a day of dreams for Aston Villa. Decent ball by Wales. Oh, and Dan James is there to meet it. Dan James takes Kenyan Wales into the league. Harry Wilson. Morrison Tenner! Sean Morrison with a captain's goal for Cardiff City. It might just be the winner. Orsic, this is quite a run, that's quite a hit, that is a magnificent goal, it's a truly outstanding hat-trick, it is a remarkable moment in the history of Dinamo Zagreb. Man going to take it, the midfielder Sergio Oliveira, with a very lengthy run-up, strikes it well, oh it's gone in, he scored, Sergio Oliveira, Chesney got a hat-trick but couldn't stop it, and they are going mad in Turin, the Porto player. Sal can't believe it, and it looks auto with the ten men are going to knock Juventus out. Pogba to Rashford, a little bit of acceleration. Oh, that's brilliant! That's what you need on a big night. You need Marcus Rashford to deliver again in Paris in the Champions League. Paris Saint-Germain one, Manchester United two. Rashford strikes again. Hello and welcome to the St. Martin's Football Show. Well, on today's show, we'll be looking back the latest action from the Premier League and the Carabao Cup final, which saw Max's Tottenham potentially try and win a game. But obviously, you know, we said on Friday, give them some hope. It turned out there was no hope whatsoever because they lost 1-0 to Man City. We'll talk about that later, but we'll start off with the Premier League. Um, obviously, Arsenal, Lloyd's team's 
you know, another boring draw. But I think before we talk to uh, Lloyd about Arsenal, Alex, uh, obviously you're the neutral in the Premier League. You really enjoyed Arsenal Everton, didn't you? Well, no, I, I said I'm not going to call the teams out, but I just think the Premiership has hit a bit of a barrier at the moment. It's, I don't know if they're missing fans or players have got m- not much to play for. They're tired, but it's, for me, the last two rounds of Premiership games have been pretty non-eventful. But I'm not going to say that about Arsenal Everton as you want me to, but I'm just saying I think on the whole I haven't seen much energy, much passion from any of the teams. Um, I don't know, don't know what it is, but um, I don't know. I didn't enjoy the Everton game. I'm not going to lie. I did switch it off after I think it was 28 minutes. I just switched over and I watched the paint dry on the wall. It was a lot more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, as I said, it wasn't the most entertaining because well, I suppose the best part of it was the uh, Leno one goal one in Lloyd. But all, all joke aside. You know, it's, as Max says about Tottenham every week, it's the same thing we say every week about Arsenal. Most weeks, shocking again. But the probably the most, well, the good thing for Arsenal at the minute is a potential takeover from um, the Spotify owner. Tell us more. Yeah, Daniel Ek, the then CEO of Spotify, uh, he's recently tweeted about his interest to, to take over a club. I, th- I think I think a lot of people think he's just gonna he's gonna buy us, but KSC them, Quankies, they don't really want to sell. But it's, it's still a really big win for us anyway. It's just going to put loads of pressure on them, which is just where we need to really Going into probably our most important transfer window of all time. To say, say we don't get Europa League or Champions League now, or even Conference League, like we're going to have to pump some serious money in so we can easily, so we have to get there next season. So we're going to have to pump money. Uh, so we're going to get new owners who will give us that. Or there's so much pressure on the Cronkies that they're going to have to give us that. Uh, so, so that's really good news. But obviously it's all come about from the Super League and there was the Cronky out protest on um, Friday before um, the game. Obviously, Max, we've said about the Super League, so hopefully we can try and kill it off now. But do you think that these... What punishment do you think these clubs... Probably more so the owners, because like a lot of people are saying, I agree, you can't, I suppose you can punish the clubs and a lot of people are saying, oh, take points. Well, it's not really the players and managers' fault, is it? Because they didn't want it. What would you do to punish these owners that were part of it? Well, I mean, I think you could definitely suggest fines or, or whatever whatever sort of thing you uh, has been suggested. Um, and obviously, like, there's the idea of them not being able to put uh, any input in the like decision uh, boards for the Premier League or whatever from the other 14 clubs I mean personally I don't think it's going to happen but I mean I would like to see the 50 plus one uh, rule put in place I think that's probably the answer because I mean, obviously we saw how well it worked with the uh, German clubs to do with the Super League but um, yeah I mean for me that's the ideal scenario but I don't think it's going to happen yeah obviously with Man United we saw the Chelsea protest last week before their game against Brighton and Man United protest on Saturday as well I just I, I I don't know where it goes from here, but uh, I don't know. There's Arsenal. Suppose you know it's good news for Arsenal, but going into a crucial game like Lloyd said, could that be a distraction? Possibly, but um, I don't know. But one of the statistics was only West Ham with six have scored more on goals than Arsenal four um, since Mikel and uh, Art, sorry can't speak Mikel Arteta took over um, as well. Everton, do you think, Alex, we said 
you well, you said in January sounded like a bit of a muppet that Everton could win the league. Do you think that they could get Champions League or Europa League or where would they finish? Do you think for you? I'm not sure they. Yeah, they could. Uh, yeah, it did sound like a bit of a clown really to, to say <laughs> I have to go with the league. They fell away dramatically, but I suppose it was it three, four games left. Um, they, they got. I suppose they got nothing to play for. They got nothing else to rest their players for. Um, I don't know if some of their biggest stars are playing in the Euros. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know their squad that well, but I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. As I said, I, I think Everton would definitely be a team that's missing their fans in that stadium. Um, old-fashioned, been to Goodison. It's a very old-fashioned stadium. With the, the fans are quite close to generate a hell of a lot of noise. So I think they, I, I think they're just going to see the season out. I, to me, it seems like a lot of clubs have just given up. So I, I don't know. I think it's impossible to, to to predict. If I if I was Everton, I don't want to be in the in Europa League. It's, it's a load of nonsense. And Conference League? No, I don't want to be in that. You, you, you know, like like I've said to you before, Lee. All right, the Super League for me was a no no. But I agree with what the Real Madrid president said. Unfortunately, in some of his bits, that for me the Champions League is the most boring tournament in the world until it gets to the, the knockouts. I, I got no interest in it whatsoever. Well, we were, we was having this debate, weren't we, about this, the the new Champions League format? Um, and obviously, you said about oh, I'll let you talk about the example of the new Saints Real Madrid. So go on, your your well, thoughts my, on the new format? I, I, again, I just think it's more money making, but I. I, I, okay, I'm a bit older than you guys, a lot older. So, in my view, I'll watch the Champions League tonight. I will watch the semis. I watch the quarters. I watch it straight from the knockout stages. But to me, it's all money. So it's it's just been devalued so much for the money. Now, as far as I can see, it should be the three, whatever, however many leagues there is in the European League. If it's Poland, uh, Slovakia, the Welsh League. Like if you've got TNS, for example, who win the Welsh League every year just by turning up, because it's not really very. I didn't happy. win it last year. All right, well, whatever the situation <laughs> was, they won it. You know, if they play Real Madrid over a two leg, we all know Real Madrid will beat them. We all know that's not even in question. But what it does, it completely enlightens the whole community. Now, there's nothing wrong with that for me. When I was watching the European Cup when I was a lad, when I was your age or younger, I look forward to Liverpool playing whoever they were drawn against. There was no seedings. It was just all in a hat. Now, if they picked out Real Madrid, I remember Man United playing Barcelona in the first round. I think it was either the Cup Winners Cup. Great game. Now, no one moaned. Now, Barcelona are going out. Man United are going out. So what? You pick them out of the hat. For me, again, and obviously you guys will disagree because you do like the Champions League, and I respect that completely. But do any of you really pay much interest in it until it comes to the knockout stages? I know... I don't know. I don't know what. For me, it's not exciting at all. It's it's, it's dead rubbers all the way along until it gets to a knockout stage. Yeah, but would you it. would you rather say, for example, you use the example of it should just be the league winners, didn't you? Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I think every but would would you? So you'd rather say, I agree. You know, both both sides the argument. I think a fair point. But would you rather see Real Madrid TNS? You said you'd rather you don't care about the Champions League till the knockout stages, right? Let's yeah. be honest, some of the group stage teams are not never probably going to go through the, into the knockout stages, no. right? So would you rather see Barcelona-Real Madrid or Real Madrid-TNS? Because the way you're talking, you said about cutting out the well, less exciting teams. Which well, it's not so less exciting team. What I'm saying is you, you put all the 32 winners of the leagues in a half like it used to be and you yeah, draw you it. Wouldn't, you would never have, like, this format now, for me, is killing the likes of... West Ham, Leicester off 
Everton are. Yeah, but I, I agree uh, with all that. The, but, you're gonna have the same six this yeah, format but, but and, me, every year. You're missing my point. They shouldn't be in the Champions League. Man United shouldn't be in the Champions League. Liverpool shouldn't be in the Champions League. They didn't win. The, the only team that should be in the Champions League for me, the European Cup, is the winners of the league. It's, yeah, it's going to be the same. It's going to only four so teams are going to win it. But you, but you can say that for 30 years ago. What I'm saying is, you, you should have one team per country. In my day, you had the UEFA Cup, the Cup Winners Cup. These cups were worth winning. You run through walls to win it. You, this European League, the Europa League, no one's interested till it gets to the semi-finals. And again, we look at the four teams in it, other than Arsenal, the three of others, you know, four seat watching them. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get, for me, it's been divided. The European Cup was huge in my day. The, the UEFA Cup was massive. The Cup Winners' Cup was massive. But now, because six or seven people can get in the Champions League, what I'm saying is, in my opinion, I might be completely wrong, but I think you bang the 32 winners in of each league in Europe, you put them all in a hat... And whoever pulls out, if Barcelona pull out um, Man United, oh, no, sorry, Man United will never win the league. I'll say Man United, Barcelona pull out Man City in round one. Well, that's tough. If TNS pull out Azerbaijan United, that's tough. And they all go, because the, the top teams will get to the, the further stages of the quarters. That's, that's well, what will happen. Yeah, but you'd, you'd have, for example, I don't know, say Juventus win the Italian league or Inter Milan this year. Man yeah. United or the big six, any of the big six win, apart from Arsenal, win the Premier League. Then you'd have Bayern probably win the German League, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico win the yeah. Spanish, and PSG probably. You'd have five teams that could realistically win it, wouldn't you, in your format? If you right. add in the likes of Man United, Liverpool, the other well, Why would I add that? Spain, they, 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 well, yeah, you'd, have, you'd have more, better game choice. I don't want them in the game. It's not about the game it. choice, though, Leon, is it? For me, it's not. Why should it be about the game choice? It's not about the game choice. You said you're, you want to cut out, for example, you don't you want to listen to what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm saying is, Man United are a joke. Forget Man United. They're one of the worst teams on this planet. Like, Super League. <laughs> Founders, forget Man United. They shouldn't be in the Champions. They shouldn't be in the European Cup. They Why? should be in the UEFA Cup. What? Because they should. They don't. Because they haven't won the league since 1947. Do you know what I mean? Why, why, why have they got a divine right just to be in the in the Champions League? Because they come fourth in the league. Wow. Well done. You've gone fourth. It shouldn't happen. For me, it's all about the money. Well, Matt, you quick more dead rubber games because you you see. What, why are they real... dead rubber though? Because then you've still got to win the games to go through. Real Madrid well, playing Shakhtar. You've got to win the game. You you said, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. You couldn't care less about the group stage, right? Oh, you say that? Completely pointless. Yeah, completely pointless. You are. So there you are. So, for example, I'm going to obviously, they're big in Zen- St. Petersburg, top of my head, right? right say yeah. there's a group with Zenit, Club Rouge, and I don't know, Shakhtar Donetsk, all in one group, right? But they can't be and sure they got they're from the same league, aren't they? They can't both be in it, Leon. So I'm saying they should. Oh, no, no, you've got no Shakhtar's from Ukraine, Zenit's from Russia, and Bruges from Belgium, whatever. Say they're in a group with Bayern Munich or some some teams like that, right? You get what I mean? So you nine probably Bayern Munich could either win all, all the games and they're going to top the group. Agreed with that? But I'm not. What, I, why are you mentioning groups? I'm telling you, put all the 32 teams yeah, in. Yeah, but then you'd only have five it. teams that, if they avoided each other, could go far. Couldn't you? Know, five teams. When was, you last, have, when, you, when was the last shock that who won the, 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 the last major shock who won the Champions League or the European Cup? Forest, 1977, 78. That's probably the no, last Porto, major shock. No, Porto, Inter Milan. It's not a massive shock, Porto, with it in 2010, let's be fair, because it shows how devalued the European Cup was. And that's exactly my point. You, you, you'd always you'd make, if, Guarantee, if you bought in your format, right, you'd yeah. make 
unless PSG played Barcelona in round three or ever, if you had TNS, the new Saints against Real Madrid or Bayern Munich against Slavia Prague or some teams like that, you'd yeah. make the Champions League more dead rubber than the but group so, stage. So, so you say that people like myself, my generation, don't know nothing about football because when we watched the European Cup, it was completely devalued. Yeah, that's what you're saying. So the, so no, the I... European... No, listen, the European Cup has only become valued since you youngsters started watching the Champions League. That's what you're saying, yeah? No, the European Cup in your thing. No, no, listen. You, 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 <laughs> listen to what you're saying. You just said to me that it would be devalued. So you're saying that people who won the European Cup before the Champions League were not very good, yeah? That's, that's a, no, what's I, your, so what's your point then? European times change, Alex. You've got to right. move on. You can't have you can't have just times have changed. In what money, reason? Oh yeah, because right. because you because you're concerned about the dollar and watching the big teams play. That's all you want to know. So you should be a Super League fan, really. I know. <laughs> I I you know how much I I love to see League Two, for example, in the FA Cup, whatever. But I'm just I've got to. I agree with. But I can understand both sides of the argument on this, right? Because obviously, like that. But you said, you just said it would be it was devalued before there was groups in the Champions no, League. No, so I the, think. Uh, but in mind, I think the Liverpool team of nineteen the eighties would smash United team of today, completely smash them off the par, completely, right? So you're saying to me, Forest won it twice, seventy eight, well, seventy nine. Devalued de- de- was probably the so wrong was, word. But I'm, but I will say it. Your format was obviously. You know, as much as people could forget, you, had Europa, you, you, you had the UEFA Cup and the Cup Winners' Cup. It wasn't just a, it wasn't just a European Cup. We concentrate on everything in our generation. We weren't all money grabbers like your lot. We just don't care about the Champions League. We had the UEFA Cup. We had the Cup Winners' Cup. Proper league, you know, proper tournaments that people wanted to win. And we literally would play week in, week out to get to the, to, to the group stages. You, 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 I think you've completely devalued anything before when the Champions League came in. No, I, I do respect the European, you know, the European Cup. You, know, you beat Real Madrid, no, I, didn't I, you? I, I could tell you three teams from before that are better than any teams I've ever seen. The AC Milan team of the 80s would smash anything that's around now. Anything. Absolutely anything. The Real Madrid team of the late 80s, Liverpool team of the late 80s, they are ten times better than any club at the moment, team-wide. We'll, so bring, we'll, bring, Ma- we'll bring Max and Lloyd in on this. Start with you, Max. What would you prefer, the current format or Alex's format of one team per nation? And the UEFA Cup and the Cup Winners' Cup coming back in mind. You know, the, or, the, the, so, in in other words, the, it wouldn't be probably be called that, would it? It would be the Europa League and the Conference League. As, no, as we call it UEFA Cup and the Cup Winners' Cup. You haven't got to change it. Well, you, no, but realistically, they wouldn't change the name with because you've got a sponsorship. Depends, with, the, Europa yeah, League. We, the Europa League is a pants name. Thank you. Yeah, OK, but would, do you agree with Alex's... Name Would you do you agree with Alex that there should be one country from a nation? You'd only have the winners of the Premier League, the winners of the Scottish League, Spain, France, Germany, Italy, whatever. Or do you prefer this this format currently, not the new one, the one they're using currently? I'd have to this. I'd have to say that I prefer the one currently, just because of the amount of money in to get for getting qualification in the Premier League, or the Champions League now. Would essentially mean if you won it, you'd get so much money, you'd just continue to win the league over and over again, just because you would cream all the money from winning yeah. the Champions League or getting to the Champions League. Yeah, no, and I respect That's that. That's just I the one. I, I, I do, but I, I just, yeah, I, I do respect that. But I don't, for me, 
I still think European football was m- far more glistening and far more. Oh attractive. yeah, probably, probably is. Yeah, you were. Like, like you said in your day, the the League Cup or the Milk Cup was one of the biggest tournaments, wasn't it? Now it's like, as you said, a lot of people couldn't care less unless you're a Man City or Tottenham fan. A lot of people couldn't care less about it. it didn't really matter, did it? I agree with that. But, like but, but I said, I, I, I guess it. We all know it's not going to go back because people love watching yeah. the group games. But I, I will not. Even though I got it to watch on, I would not watch Euro- European Champions League group games. I literally, I rather watch Arsenal and Everton in the Premiership because it, for me, there's no interest until it gets to the knockout stage. What None if, whatsoever. what if, what if you did? Well, the, what if you did, for example, we talked about the World Cup qualifiers. What if you did that? If you scrapped from the instead of the group stage, and you'd have qualifying rounds like they do. But then you still add your top, your big, your top four in the Premier League. You just maybe I don't know put Zenit, St Petersburg, Club Bruges, Slavia Prague, Celtic or Rangers. You add an extra qualifying round, so you kept on doing knockouts all the way through like they did. But you still add your top four. Would you accept that format? Uh, well, it's not up for me to accept, but also I think. Well, well, but would what, would you be in favour of it? Well, if it was not, if it was yeah, knockout all the way through, but they still had the current teams. I think, I think what people are forgetting now, right, and it is true. If you look at the Scottish league in the late eighties, the standard was was phenomenal. To be fair, phenomenal. Aberdeen under Fergie, eighty four, eighty five, phenomenal team. UEFA Cup, you know, phenomenal. The, the Scottish league was a, was a was a tough league. It was great. The Spanish league was was stronger. The Dutch league was stronger. The French league, possibly not, because you've got your, your PhD. But that was a strong league. The German league, still strong. I think what this does, it, it improves the leagues around the world when, when you when you got people playing for the UEFA. I know when I was a kid, Ajax were a top top team. Feyenoord, top top team. Now I don't know where they are. Are they in any of the competition? I know Ajax are playing in the Europa League, but they're not. You wouldn't think they're linked with any of the top players anymore. The Dutch clubs, are they? They're just no, not. No, I think. My opinion is when it was knockout, and yeah, of course, I respect you guys to disagree because you're young and it's a complete generation, and I understand that. But in my opinion, I think the European Cup nights, I used to literally come home from school and I just couldn't wait to put the telly on just to watch a European knockout cup. You had UEFA Cup on a Tuesday, you had the Cup Winners' Cup on a on the Thursday and the, and the European Cup. But only one game, don't get me wrong, it wasn't the choice you got. Now, I just think it, I don't know, I just find it a bit long winded and a bit people just lose interest till it gets to the quarterfinals but that just might be my generation i mean i i definitely agree that it that it is definitely a lot better back then but i think it's essentially impossible to to bring that back just because yeah, of the yeah. interest of the just making the money and having just devaluing the competition really yeah yeah no and i yeah like i said i'm playing devil's advocate here because i i get both sides of it but if you were to say First of all, do you like start me, Lloyd? Do you like the new Champions League format that's coming in in 2024? Basically, meaning you could probably finish bottom of the league and still qualify for Champions League based on history. Are you in favour of that? Uh, as an Arsenal uh, fan, yes, but no in general. Max, are you? No. You, Alex? No, definitely not. And if you had the choice to bring back straight knockouts or keep it as it is. Starting with you, Max, how would you do it? Straight knockout or keep it how it is? I'd keep it how it is. Lloyd, straight knockouts all if or keep it how it is? It's still the same. And I, obviously we know what you 
you, yeah, yeah. obviously I'm outvoted there. And I appreciate the res- and I respect all opinions, but yeah, I, I just would like it a bit more passionate and a bit more knockout from start to finish. You know, that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a valid debate, but finally on there, it was the first time Everton have won at Arsenal since 1996 when they were at Highbury, and the first time they've done the league double since 1985. Um, to 86 then the games on Saturday one team that were looking to qualify for the Champions League but they took a massive blow and didn't help my fancy team either was Liverpool they drew 1-1 with Newcastle Mo Salah put Liverpool ahead after three minutes Um, I think it's the third time he scored 20 goals in the season I think Um, I think only yeah it's, it's the third Premier League season now um, he's the first player in Liverpool's history to score in three Premier League seasons, 20 or more goals. And he's the first Liverpool player to do that since um, Ian Rush. I do give him credit for that. Um, and then someone that probably Lloyd wishes he had at Arsenal at the minute, Joe Willock scoring in the 95th minute after Callum Wilson had a goal ruled out ridiculously um, for handball as well. We all said Newcastle were in trouble. And Newcastle safe for you now, Max? Um, yeah, it's looking like that. Like that. I mean, uh, obviously Brighton dropping points again. They're looking fairly safe now. Newcastle, obviously, still not totally out of it, but yeah, about about just about uh, safe for me. And Joe Willock Lloyd, um, he scored four goals in ten Premier League games for Newcastle. He just scored one in forty for Arsenal. I mean, I think he scored seven goals in total this season, the same as your midfield combined. Um, Newcastle have reportedly wanted to sign him permanently in the summer. I think you won 20 million. Do you think he will go permanently? Uh, I really want to keep him, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he sort of his friends. Do you think he was right in letting him go on on loan? Well, yeah, definitely. Like at the end of the day, he's a youngster. He wasn't getting game time here. Like yeah, in hindsight, like if he hit this form playing for us, it would have been really useful. But it was, it was definitely the right thing to do. And Joe Willock become the first player to score a 90th minute equaliser, winning um, Premier League goal against Liverpool Anfield. Um, for oh, I'll tell you who do you think it is. I'll give you a clue. It's in February 2018. Any ideas? The last the last player to score a 90th minute equaliser. He's still, he's still in the Premier League now. Don't Google it. He's still in the Premier League now. For now, anyway. When was that? 2018. Oh, yeah, I haven't got a clue. I'll leave you spoiled. Who did they play? I remember you... Spurs drew 2 2 there at some point. I mean, I mean, Harry Kane's got a late panel. Yeah, it was like Kane, then. Are you going for Harry Kane? I'll have to go for anybody, yeah. Yeah, you'd be correct. In February 2018. I think 2008. that was his 100th goal in the Premier League, I'm not sure. Yeah, he, was, he, scored, he was the last player to score a 90th minute equaliser. Because he missed and, the pen first and then he scored the second pen. Later. Yeah, that's, that's right. Spot on, match. Your memory's good as well. And it's the latest Liverpool have conceded at Anfield since 2006 um, to 7 as well, because it was just a bit later on. Um, so that's a not a good day for Liverpool then. It wasn't a really good day for West Ham, really. They lost at home to Chelsea um, 1-0. Chelsea probably did deserve it in the end because they were quite dominant. Timo Werner actually scoring this time after a brilliant ball from Ben Chilwell and a brilliant finish um, as well. That means five of Timo Werner's six Premier League goals have been scored 
Um, in London, one of the big um, talking points was the um, Balbina red card in the 81st minute. Now, today, just before we recorded the show, it's been overturned. Um, I agree rightly so. Was it a red card for you, Lloyd? Uh, no, there's no way it's a red card. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be never tin, but like at the end of the day, you can't exactly give more points to West Ham. So was was it a red card for for any of you, Max or Alex? No way. No, not not for me. But unfortunately, it's the way we're going at the moment. But um, no, not for me. And one of the other, Thomas Suchek had a shot and it hit Aslaqueta's hand. Now a lot of people said he was handball for you would did any of you think it was it should have been a penalty uh, i don't think i've seen that and you know, that, i think i'm remembering i don't think so so many people like they'll complain about that like valbuena red card and then it'll happen against them and they'll be like oh no that must be a red card and it's like there has been quite a lot in recent weeks. We saw the Liam Cooper one minute against Gabriel Jesus. Um, it was one last week. I can't remember now. It was one last week as well. Do you think that this should be a rule? Because, OK, the follow-through the follow through was bad. But, I mean, like the one on the weekend, he got, he got a ball. And where could he put his foot? He couldn't have put it anywhere else, could he? He was just unlucky that... Um, was it Ben Chilwell that, you know, he just fell over his foot, didn't he, on whatever? I... Nothing you can do. Exactly. I, uh, I don't know, but... Well, like there was, I mean, to say that, you, 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 three are, you three are knowledgeable people. Well, Lloyd and Max are knowledgeable people about football, <laughs> and Leon's a good presenter. But do you, any of you know the rules of football anymore? If, any, if you try to explain... If you say, for example, an alien came down now and trying to explain the rules from one game to the next... It must be near on impossible. So I don't know about you guys, but I, you do shake your head, don't you? Sometimes you just don't know the rules or what's right, what's wrong. You know, so it's very difficult, I think, to to know what's what's going on from game to game. I don't know if you guys feel the same. It just doesn't seem yeah. to be any any consistency ever now. No matter what the situation, it always seems to change from game to game. Thank you. And like like Lloyd said, it's not going to bring a point back or three points to West Ham. But I suppose, you know, they have had a lot of injuries. Cresswell's out injured, so I suppose it is some comfort for them. But it is a damaging blow um, for West Ham. So it's the three points behind um, Chelsea, funny enough, now um, as well. And I think, to be fair to Thomas, took at least the um, first Chelsea manager to go 10 games um, and beaten away from home as well. That's eight wins, two draws, and an aggregate score of 14 scored and three um, conceded um, as well. Do you think that West Ham will get Champions League for you, Max, or is that maybe below now because of this defeat? Yeah, it's probably probably looking unlikely, but um, I don't know. Chelsea have definitely got some games where they could maybe just draw. Uh, they don't not don't, don't manage to score, so... I, I do think they they could uh, pull something off, but again, there are a lot of other teams that are in a similar position. So um, yeah, it's looking unlikely. Uh, but I mean, I, th- I think they probably uh, still still have a chance. Yeah, still got that um, glimmer of a chance. And then in the last game of the day, um, well, no, I suppose it was a bit of a dead rubber game. Um, well, but some Brighton fans will probably say they're still in the relegation zone, but I don't think they are. 
um, relegation fight. Sorry, they lost away at Sheffield United 1-0. That was thanks to a goal from David McGoldrick in the 90, 19th minute. That's seven league goals this season, four more than um, anyone else. That's, you know, for Sheffield United, they've given themselves a chance. But obviously, Alex, you know about the championship because Cardiff seem to always be in it. Um, Norwich have done it this year. Watford have done it this year. Bournemouth could do it now. They've secured their playoff position. Do you think Sheffield United can do the same next year because they're having a new manager in? Their um, chairman's left as well. Do you think that this could be a bit of a freshen up that they need? I don't know because I think what's happened this year is the fact that there hasn't been a huge amount of movement from these clubs, you know. So the three that have come down, especially with the the pandemic, there was not money to spend, so they perhaps couldn't sell their players and then go and reinvest. So it's again, it's been a season with no fans, and it could be the fact that the, I don't know if this has ever happened before. You guys will probably know that the three that have come down last year could be go straight back up. Now I don't know if that's ever happened before. The, the three, I know two of Watford and. And Norwich are already up, and Bournemouth are in the playoffs. So I think if Bournemouth win the playoffs, will that be the first time ever that three have gone down and three have come back up? I, I don't um, know. I, but if it is, I, I think it's a lot to do with the pandemic and the fact that fans haven't been in, and it's, it has been a difficult season, a strange season. So I think next year will be, it will be hard because you're going to have Sheffield United coming down. You're going to have, I would suggest, Fulham will come down, West Brom will come down. Now with the fans back, um, I think it's a different ball game again then. Obviously, as you said, um, this year, you know, it could be the possible three teams up. But do you think that any of them three teams or definitely Watford and Norwich can do what they didn't do last year and stay up? I hope so for the championship, you know, because it, it gives other teams in the championship um, hope. But it'll, it'll all depend. Watford seem to change their manager three or four times a season. And I think <laughs> if they keep doing that, they'll they'll never remain in the premiership. Um Norwich, a great little club, <laughs> you know, really good team, Norwich, and I like them. I hope they stay up, and but I don't know. As I said, it'll all depend on what happens and the money and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, but as we said, it will be interesting. But um, for Sheffield United, I suppose it is some um, um, consolation. Then the early game on Sunday, um, Burnley fans probably can't believe. Well, any anyone could. If you said four nil. At the start of the day, they probably would have laughed and called you really drunk um, at the minute. But that was the case because Chris Wood scored a hat-trick and um, Westwood getting one. That was because Burnley beat Wolves 4-0. As we said, Chris Wood hat-trick. I think you said Lloyd, because he's from New Zealand, he's the 26th nationality to score a hat-trick. Is is that right, the stat? I think it's like 40-something. 40? 40-odd. But anyway, he was... Yeah, you are. Yeah, sorry. That's right. He's the first, says on you. He's the first player from New Zealand to score a Premier League hat trick and the 46th nation um, in the Premier League. I mean, where did this come from, Max? Chris Wood? I mean, I don't know. Burnley have really got that in them this season where they can, I mean, on quite an entertaining game. So it is quite interesting. Um, usually it would be kind of a rarity to see them scoring, you know, three or something goals in a game, but yeah, four even, even more rare. Yeah, it's quite impressive. From Bernie and obviously from um, Chris Wood as well. Yeah, you know, he, he did save. I, I do don't want to boast about it, but I did have him in my, my fancy team and he did kind of save my week, so I give him a lot of credit. But what a performance for not just Chris Wood and Burnley. That's the first time they've completed a first uh, top flight double over Wolves since 1956-57. to 57. You, you wouldn't remember that, would you, Alex? 
I was 47 by then. <laughs> no, 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 I don't remember that. Um, they, Burnley registered their biggest away victory in English football, 4-0 win over Sunderland in 1965, another um, recording, as I said, Chris Wood become just the third player to score an away first half Premier League hat trick after um, Michael Owen did it against Liverpool and Newcastle. And one of your favourite players and someone you'll know well off on the radio, Alex, scoring the other for Blackburn against Villa. What was his name? Blackburn against Villa. Someone that works on the radio and you've spoken to before. Oh, Mr. Chris Sutton, I'm assuming. Chris, Chris Sutton. Loves Cardiff, doesn't he? Chris he Sutton. does, yeah. He, he does as well. Um, to a really good day there. And then the next game, in terms of scoreline, didn't get much better. He um, finished 0-0 between Leeds and Man United at Ellen Road. Um, probably the best chance in the first half was Marcus Rashford free kick, but it was a brilliant save on... Elian Melier. Um, we should have won the game. Another two points dropped. Go on, Alex. Have your normal moan about Man United. There's no point. You're just never going to win anything. What I would like to bring up with you three, mind, and I do find it bizarre that this, this never happened, I think, in my day. The loan system wasn't as frequent as it is now. But how can people like the guy you were talking about from Newcastle, is it Willock? Um, Willock, yeah. Um, There's been, been a few others I, I've noticed that have gone on loan. Lingard. How Minamino at Southampton. Yeah, how are they playing for weaker teams and becoming better? I, I, I'm a bit confused. And uh, Sure, you put Willock in the, in the Arsenal team, who's, who are a much better team than Newcastle. He would surely do the same. Now, I, I'm a Brent, bit confused. Do, I, before, hang on, I'll pause you on that. Do you think, we'll ask Arsenal fan, mate, do you think he would, do you agree he would do the same, Lloyd, if he was in the Arsenal team now? I, I think it's, it's, it's a hard question, like, it's a very hypothetical question, but like I, I think he could do well. I think Newcastle are probably a bit more suited to him than we are. Yeah, it's just I find it weird, obviously, because you've got Arsenal a better team, Man United are a better team than West Ham, and it's I, obviously in my day, loan was it was far and few between. It does happen a lot more now. But when I see these players going from sort of Arsenal, the top clubs, to sort of middle of the road, and they seem to look really good, and I'm thinking, wow, they're playing with technically weaker players that these clubs have got and like you said perhaps it's the way these because to me can you ever see him going back to Arsenal and getting a, a look in if he's if he's out on loan now I, I don't know it, it's it's an interesting topic but I just find it strange that's all I don't know what you guys thought about it I, I suppose the loan system is is something good in English football you've seen yeah yeah no it is the, the championship um which, yeah <laughs> yeah you, um, Smith Rowe went to Huddersfield didn't he it yeah, was great yeah yeah yeah, and he's come back and done well at Arsenal. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Tomore and Mason Mount, they went to Derby. They've, they've come back. Obviously, Derby are sinking ship at the minute, but they've come back and done well at um, Chelsea. But I sort of understand that because they're, going, they're dropping down a league and we all know these players are, are premiership quality and i got no issue with that. But when they drop to sort of your West Ham's, your Newcastle's and... Has West Brom got someone on loan? Or is that me just being... Oh, uh, like Alex Gallagher or something. Not yeah, yeah, Gallagher. yeah, Gallagher. Yeah. Now, he looks good as well. And I'm thinking, for weaker teams, they're looking stronger. Or is it because they're trying to prove a point by saying... I, mean, I think maybe maybe they give it a little bit, little bit more freedom, whereas yeah, there's better teams doing this, like the better players doing the similar role. They don't really yeah. get... You know, and and know, it is a good system. I, I think the loan system is a great system now. It's... For modern football, I think it is a better system, but it just surprises me when I see these players popping up, especially someone like Lingard. I find it just bizarre that 
he's, he's had such a huge effect on West Ham. You, you know, it's 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 good to see, but I just it's a very interesting one that I just find a bit strange at all. We're back on to that Man United Leeds game. If I had to probably sum it up, I'd probably say Pogba and Cavani come on late. Dan James should have been off at half time because all he's good at is his pace, really. We're being brutally honest. I mean, Bruno Fernandes had half the Leeds players, including Calvin Phillips, on him all game. Maguire just needs to improve his head. And then, to be fair to Wan-Bissaka and Luke Shaw, they were really good defensively. I think both of them should be in, especially now with the with the Euro squads being up to 26. I think both should be, probably not Wan-Bissaka starting right back, because you'd have Trent um, in it or... Whatever, but he should be definitely considered. You know, if you're playing up against France and you're on Mbappe, and you would have him defensively, probably not going forward. But you would take him for probably, as we'd all think, England are going to reach the quarterfinals. So if you're playing against an Mbappe or someone along that quality, you probably would start Wan-Bissaka defensively because he is probably England's best defensive right back. So there, but one of the best stats: Bruno Fernandez is now officially unbeaten at all away Premier League. Um, Brown's well, but as he said, he doesn't really overall that we was poor really. And and to be fair to Leeds, you know, if the league was based on top six results, they'd probably be top of the Premier League, wouldn't they? That's how um, good days being. But no, another two points dropped and probably title race over now, even, you know, dropped any hope um, for me. The title race was over on September for you, Leon. Well, no, we, you know, last week, especially when Aston Villa scored that 20th second goal, you know, it was all looking bright, and then Villa as messed as, it up, and then. As soon as what we, was it? The first game of the season when you lost three one to Crystal Palace. I hope that's when you tell us too. It all it all fell in tatters because of Sheffield United, and they got their penance for getting to getting relegated. So that was their penance now. But... We all ended up in tatters when you appointed Oli Gunnar Solskjaer as the manager <laughs> on a long term contract. What was it? What was it? He didn't have a bad first game, though, did he? It was five one against Cardiff, <laughs> Yeah, He smashed Cardiff, hands up. You know, that's a brilliant result. Yeah, good, good start. What did they say? Start as you mean to go on. Well, to me, surely, if you do lose in the semi-finals of the uh, Europa League, surely you've got to sack him, haven't you? Surely there's no coming back from that. If you do lose in the in the semis, or you yeah, lose to Arsenal in the final. Yeah. Oh, that's a difficult question, that. I don't, I'd be lose the finals if no one says in the job. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I, I that's a, who's going to come in? I want... I'd probably want... Hansi Flick from Bayern. He looks like he's going to Germany because um, Nagelsmann's now killing Tottenham's hopes. And you said, Max, you wanted him, but picking a better team in Bayern over Tottenham. But who's, ava- <laughs> who's available that could really come in? Eddie Howe. Mourinho, again, Mourinho. <laughs> Eddie Howe, of Man United. Look at all, look Good Mourinho round too. <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah. Last time he returned to a club, Chelsea. Who, who's going to come in and do a really good job? Better than Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Well, there's there's no one like free at the moment, right? Anyone. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Mr Lopez, he's put him up for it. He's better Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. There's, he's not going to take you any further, is he? There's no one better that I think could do a not better job. 
the no one available at the minute that I'd rather have. Well, it, it doesn't matter if they're available. Though. Like, you're Man United, you're going to attract anyone. Like, an Argelsman wasn't available, but then Bayern paid like 30 mil for him. I mean, Allegri's available. It's definitely a better coach. Yeah, I'd take Allegri, actually. Guess. I'd love you to have him. Yeah, that would be Just because, well, you'd probably the worst of all ever. <laughs> We can't get it, we can't get any worse based on that lead performance. I saw another Bruno Fernandes as well. Yeah, he hasn't scored an open play goal in 15 games. 15? Did you say 1-5? Yeah. Yeah. 15! Leon, Leon, Leon. Your goat is not feeding very well, is he? He's, he's, he's doing a Mo Salah. He'll come back as well, but he, he'll... I think Salah's longest like gap is like four games or something. Well, come, yeah, a bit come, of mine. Oh, Leon gives Salah quite a lot of abuse, doesn't he? He says he's not very good and stuff. Yeah. What, what <laughs> I say he's not very good. Bit... 20 goals, not bad. <laughs> not bad. I, I, have, I have high expectations <laughs> on him, and he hasn't been producing. Proved that against Kenya, didn't he? But, like, at least Fernandez, when Port, I'm sure Portugal have a weaker team in but the. Bruno does nothing for Portugal. He, he will in the Euros. Euro final. Yeah. Ronaldo Euro, takes the pens. Euro, Euro <laughs> final. England against Portugal, last minute. Ronaldo will be off the pitch. Last minute. Oh. Bruno dive in, in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno dive, Wembley Stadium, 90,000 people. Well, probably not. 90,000 people for this argument. Bruno Fernandes, last minute. Everyone goes mad, including myself. Bruno, best player in the world. Him, he's gonna, he'll argue with Ronaldo for the pen, and then Ronaldo will take it, and then Bruno will ring up Ole to give Ronaldo a talking to. <laughs> There's been a lot of rumours linking Ronaldo and Man United. It could happen. Really? Yeah. And it's like if Juve don't get Champions League. Yeah, which Max you said might not happen. I mean, I didn't know possible. that. I mean, we could have Ronaldo back. All you lot, you could all be clowns next year. I, I, li- I literally saw Juventus fans celebrating the fact that he might leave. We don't. Yeah, we, they they really don't have, like him. We wow. could have Harland or Harry Kane because Ronaldo might be, you know, cheapest chips about seventy million. Cheapest chips. Cheapest chips. Well, seventy million for Ronaldo. Seventy million for Ronaldo is quite cheap, isn't it? Very, I know his age. Where we, you could all be laughing next year. We could have Ronaldo. If you say Ronaldo, I will laugh. Yeah. Imagine working. Have... You work under Zidane and Pirlo, and you work under Ole. No, we could, we... <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. We could have either Haaland or Kane alongside Ronaldo. We'd win the league based on that front too. You wouldn't. I, I would laugh you because it? you wouldn't. We would. We'd have Bruno in midfield. Pogba if he stopped whinging and whatever and cracks on with his football in midfield. Maybe if you win something, you might you'd stay. You'd have Fred, you'd have Luke Shaw, left back, wan <laughs> You'd have... We'll have Fred, we'll have... You'd have, you'd have, you'd have like, Eric Cryer. McTominay. You would, you'd have, you'd have Lindelof, the Iceman, you'd have Eric Cryer, Maguire, setbacks. You'd have Fred in there, Gerrit and Matic. You'd have Fred, you'd have... Greenwood, you'll be in form. You'll have Rashford when he's fully fit. You'll have Harry Kane and Ronaldo. We'll don't we'll win the quadruple next year. I'm telling you. Call this. Man United will win the Champions League, League Cup, FA Cup, Premier League. Then next year the Super Cup. If Man City, the if Man City Cup. dissolve, then you'll win the Premier. <laughs> and because we'll win the Europa League this year, we'll, we'll beat Man. Well, no, actually, we'll beat Real Madrid in the Super Cup final in August. 
I love your optimism of youth. I mean, you do it None of those things are happening. <laughs> we will. We're going to sign Ronaldo, I'm telling you. I, I, I hope you do. I hope you do, because he won't be in, of any use. No, I think, I think Lloyd's right now. As much as I love Ronaldo, and I do, he's, he's one of my all-time favourite players, but he's he's too old for the Premiership now, and he's not, he he's not going to be. Yeah, you will, Leon. You, you, no, I he think you, if you sign him, I, I, I wouldn't bother myself. And I love the guy, but I... I what do you mean? You, see, better off, you better you off a Lingard. You wouldn't take Ronaldo. Genuinely, though. You wouldn't take Ronaldo at bringing you're Cardiff. Only, you're only saying that because, well, obviously, you're probably thinking about Cardiff, yeah. Well, of course, I take him. I take his left leg. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think, man, no, I, I agree with Lloyd and Max. He's, he's too old. He's not going to, physically, he's not going to do the Premier League. He's a machine. No, the, the only reason you sign him is literally because of his name. Like, you wouldn't sign him for any other reason. I like, if it wasn't Ronaldo. Zlatan's in better form than Ronaldo. If I was you, you'd put all your money in one basket, like Hangland or what's his name, uh, Kane, fair enough. You promise if if Harlan comes to the Premier League next year when we're doing the show every week and if he's in the Premier League on whatever club, you'll get his name right. No, I'm going to call him Hangland. He's my Hangland now. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about now, don't you? The problem was, I thought he was the son of the former Fulham. If only he's the son of another ex footballer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought it was Brett Hangeland, and I'm thinking, that's weird, he's good, because his, his dad was a big centre-back, he was massive, great player, but I was thinking, Hangeland, and no one no one in work must have known, only you guys knew, and <laughs> no one was telling me, so I was sticking to Hangeland now, he's Hangeland for me. You make yourself <laughs> like, like melon is normal. I know. <laughs> Well, he's a good player though. He looks decent. To be fair. No, he's not. He's not bad. We won. We, but I'm t- I told you weeks ago. Whoever Man City probably don't sign out of Haaland or Harry Kane will come to Man United. And you can record that clip. I honestly believe that. If, if I, I can't wait. If if Haaland goes to Man City, Harry Kane will come to Man United. Sure he will. It's, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna. I'm Ronaldo for that matter. He's. He's. We're all gonna. Ollie. He's going well, to be... with, with the money that we get from Harry Kane, then we could go out and then we could get Ole as our manager. <laughs> no, I would have a too good a squad. Again, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will have the statue come June the 1st next year, or July the 1st next year, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will have it. We'll have a quadruple statue with the FA Cup in one hand, the Champions League in the other, and the Premier League clutch in between his, his, his stomach and his chest with the League Cup and Premier League as well. Can someone call a doctor for the arm, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Put some money Cardiff, on it. Cardiff will get promoted. Then on the first day of the following season, Man United will win 5-1 again. And same you cycle. You're not, your, you're not putting your hopes very high for beating us, are you? Let's be fair. <laughs> Let's be fair. Every, every Spurs beat us. Um, Arsenal beat us. Man City, Man United. All the you, should, you should have beaten Arsenal at home, Ali. Yeah, we, always do- we were dodgy against Cardiff. <laughs> Should have beaten Chelsea, shouldn't you, Alec? I wonder why. We don't talk about that. <laughs> but moving on to uh, some realistic football for now, anyway. Aston Villa drew 2 2 with West Brom in the last game. Um, heartbreaking for West Brom, really. El Ghazi scoring a penalty after nine minutes. Um, and then Mateus Pereira scoring after 23 minutes. Tyro Ming scoring an own goal in the 47th minute. And then Kean Davis scoring in the 92nd minute. 
to probably damage all hopes of West Brom now. Mateus Pereira, could he possibly go to a top six team for you, Max, in the summer? I mean, I don't know about top six team, but I mean, a bigger team in the league, you'd probably say maybe, uh, depending on where uh, Lingard goes, maybe a West Ham or something like that. Uh, I could definitely see that happening uh, rather than a top six, than a top six side necessarily. If West Brom um, had hang on Lloyd for their sixth win this season, did they have a bit of a chance they could stay up or was it dead in the water anyway? I, I, they would have had a much better chance, but uh, I, I think Joe Willock and Newcastle have, have really sunk in. Yeah, I think it does look um, terrible now. But Tyrone Mings, his own goal was Aston Villa's first of the season and 47th in their Premier League history. Only Everton with 53 have scored um, more on goals. Then on the last game, it was a brilliant game for Leicester City, um, despite conceding and... Um, well, a lot of people did bank on them keeping a clean sheet as well. Wilfred Zaha scoring after uh, 12 minutes, um, Eze with an assist there, and then Castagna scoring after 15 minutes, and then half hour later, Kelechi and Nacho scoring in the 80th minute, Johnny Evans, um, and Ian Nacho also adds um, an assist um, as well. Leicester, is that their Champions League confirmed for you now, Alex? Yeah, you would suggest that were the case, but you never know. They've got a cup final coming up as well. So I'm assuming they would really want to win that cup final. I think Leicester, you know, to say they've won the Champions League and the FA Cup in five years, to be fair, that would be a massive achievement for them. So I I hope they win the the FA Cup. And to me, I know you guys will disagree probably, but I think winning the FA Cup is more important than getting in the Champions League for me. But again, old-fashioned and different. You know, for me, a cup is... Is a cup and a, a trophy's better than anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it kind of depends on context as well. Like, it, if I had the option between an FA Cup and Champions League, and I'm thinking Champions League. Max, would you have taken the League Cup over the Champions League? On oh, the League Cup is rubbish. Nobody likes the League Cup. Yeah, the League Cup's <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> the Man City Cup, in other words, as well. <laughs> imagine imagine winning the League Cup final. Uh, it's only plastic clubs win now, don't they, Max? We saw on the weekend, but you know, whatever. But um, Lloyd, will let we know you have a good relationship with Ianacho and he come up trumps with you, didn't he? Tell us why. Uh, I captained him in fantasy. <laughs> nice, nice move. But you know, Castania did help me. I was banking on a clean sheet, and then he goes and scores. So you know, I'll thank you, Castania, if you ever listen to this. Um, Brilliant job there, but no, brilliant result for Leicester, that's probably them um, that as well. But I did want to quickly touch on Crystal Palace, Roy Hodgson is out of contract at the end of the season, there's been a lot of talk about Patrick Vieira taking over, he was close to going to Bournemouth, we'll start off with you Lloyd because he is an ex-player of yours, do you think he would do a good job at Crystal Palace considering what he did at Nice? Uh, I, I don't think he, he, he wasn't really the best at Nice. Uh, I think I think it'd be interesting, but he's he's probably more suited to a championship move first, uh, something like Lampard did basically. Would he do a good job for you, Alex? Because I remember you selling the FL show. You don't think Bournemouth would do well under him? Who's that now? Sorry, Roy Hodgson. Patrick Vieira. Wait, wait, who's he linked with? Sorry. Crystal Palace. There. Oh, I don't know. You you said on the FL shoot when he was linked with Bournemouth and close to going, you didn't think he would do a good job with Bournemouth. No, I I, I don't think he would to be honest. As I said, he's not proven. He is, he's 
the, again, these players with you know ex players don't make good managers. And I don't know. It, for me, a lot of these clubs seem to go for the names. You know, it's, it's, it is difficult becoming a manager. I'm not saying it's easy because obviously everyone would do it. But to me, no, I, there's no basis there for me. Why? Why would he be looked at by someone who's perhaps doing well in League One or Two? Why has he got over them? That's what I don't get in this in the English football. There must be a guy in League Two. I don't know who top of League Two. Must be doing a fantastic job with 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 not much budget. Now, why is he never linked with these clubs? It's always someone like Vieira or Henri, Terry Henry. You know what? I don't. I just don't Terry Henry. Well, it's to me that's another thing of modern football. It, it, it shouldn't be right because they they're brilliant players. And as I said, Terry Henry, one of the best players I've ever seen in the Premier League. Henri. No, Terry Henry for me. Always be Terry Henry for okay. me. Um, and for me, I, I just find that that's another criticism of modern football. Why are these players given more of a chance than someone who's been in League One, League Two, the National League, early in their, in, you know, tough, you know, with these clubs trying to keep them afloat, managing everything from, you know, from top to bottom. They never link with the clubs. And I, I don't know why. And then Patrick Vieira, who's what? did well for New York City against New York United or whatever the great standard of the MLS is and then they expect it to, to walk into jobs I think it's wrong and I think that's why England will never win a major tournament Don't I, I fancy him at Spurs though yeah okay, Gareth Southgate's been linked with Tottenham would you take him here at Max? no why no way the waistcoats every week I don't know the waistcoats are actually quite decent <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he can't. He can't do a worse job than Mourinho did. But, but again, we, but, but but again, he went from a. He didn't do anything club wise, did he? Really? And he went. He got, he, he got Middlesbrough relegated, didn't he? he? Did, I I think he might have. But but again, he got the England job. He's he done quite well with England. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind managing England with the players they've got. You know, <laughs> at that level, it's not difficult. But are you saying live now to the world that you'd win the World Cup with England if you were? I wouldn't win the World Cup, but I'm sure I would. I could quite comfortably get them to the quarterfinals. I would say I would suggest anyone get <laughs> to the quarterfinals because they, they hardly. I, I, they haven't. What's the stat? They haven't lost a qualifying game since like we would say thirty odd games, same as Spain. No, they well, they, no. If they lost a World Cup qualifying game at the Czech Republic last year, right? <clears throat> but what was the stat? They won something like ridiculous amount in the last. 15 oh yeah. Years. It's just so it's again no competition and it's. It's not difficult, is it, really, to manage England? Wouldn't you like to manage England with the players you've got to pick from? It's a bit more difficult when you're managing Northern Ireland, Scotland. Well, no, it's like it wouldn't be easy, would it? Well, I don't know. I, I, I got think... slated off Miss Lopez a few weeks ago for saying anyone could into the Real Madrid job and no, Ronaldo was there. Anyone. What I said was I'd be confident with the group of players you've got there that you'd better do a, a good job and get them to a certain level. Well, Mr. Lopez thought otherwise, and I said I could do a good job with the Real Madrid team when they had Bale um, when he was like the Ronaldo. That's different, though, because you're playing against like at least top league Spanish side. I mean, most of the team you're playing qualifiers are probably worse than that. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you think about their group they got in the U's. Who they got in their group? Was it Croatia, Scotland, and is the other one? Is it uh, Czech Republic? You would fancy England to to win all those games. I would fancy it to beat Croatia because Croatia have dropped a little bit. Previous years, they have Scotland. Don't rule out Scotland. No, no, I'm not ruling them out. I'm not ruling them out. What I'm saying is, you would England will probably go into those games as favourites to win. Yeah. Win them. I'm not saying they will because you, that's why football's so good. They might not. So I, I don't think it's that difficult job to manage the, the top top teams. Like when you look at the, <clears throat> the guy that manages 
the German team, the French team. It must be a it must be a joy to see some of the players they got turning up for training, you know, with the international. Well, they camp. got they wow. got Laporte, Laporte, the Man City defender. He hasn't been capped by France yet. Well, is he, has he got Welsh roots? He must have Welsh roots <laughs> somewhere, you know. But what I'm saying is, it must be a joy to manage these. Now, Deschamps, he was a great player, one of the best players I've seen for France. He was superb. He was dirty. He was strong, but. To manage France is not difficult with the squad they've got at the moment, is it? You wouldn't suggest. I'm not saying it's not difficult to manage the, the egos, the problems that arise by having a great squad, but I, I can't see how it's difficult if you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> would you win? Would you win the World Cup with France with them players? Yeah, easy, easy, easy. I bring Terry Henry back. I bring Zinazine Zidane back. Bang, no problem, job done. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not saying I win the World Cup, obviously, because I'm I'm a boy from Kaflia. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I give it a good go. I say yes, I'm gonna back myself. Yeah, I win the World Cup. Yeah, easy, easy. Do <laughs> <laughs> if uh, when Deschamps leaves um, the French Federation, um, Alex Dears leaves uh, all three ready to go for the uh, the 2026 L- World Cup. L- L- Lloyd and Max, you fancy being my uh, backup? I know I'm not having Leon, you don't know football. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll manage Man I'll help Ollie going to social to the quadruple next year when we have Ronaldo and Harry Kane. We'll, 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 we'll proper football, the quadruple club football, proper football. <laughs> um, but on to the Premier League table as, well, you know, Premier League pretty dead now. And in Man's... <laughs> Um, Man City are top, um, six more points needed now, they're on 77 points, all teams, finally most teams played the same amount of games instead of keep reading out 31 games, 32 games, what have you, so all played 33 and less stated, Man City top, 77, six more points needed to win the Premier League, Man United 67, Leicester 62, Chelsea 58, West Ham 55, Liverpool go up to 6 on 54, Tottenham dropped down to 7th, obviously didn't play in the Premier League on 53, Everton 52, Leeds go above Arsenal into 9th 47, Arsenal dropped down to 10th 46, Aston Villa 45, Wolves 41, Palace 38, Burnley go up to 14th now 36, Point. Southampton played 32, Crystal Palace and Villa have also played 32, Southampton on 36, Newcastle 36, Brighton 34, then the bottom three, Fulham 27, West Brom 25 and Sheffield United 17. Um, and before we talk about the Carabao Cup final, the fixtures for this week in the Premier League on Friday then, Southampton play Leicester 8 o'clock on Sky. Um, could there be another 9-0 win for Leicester? Stampton fans will be hoping not. Then on Saturday, four games. Crystal Palace, Man City at half 12 on BT. Brighton Leeds at 3 o'clock on Amazon. Half 5, Chelsea Fulham um, on Sky. Then Everton, Aston Villa at 8 o'clock on BT. And then on Sunday, Newcastle at home to Arsenal, 2 o'clock on Sky. The biggest game of the weekend, Man United, Liverpool at half 5 on Sky. Tottenham will probably lose at home to Sheffield United at quarter past seven on Sky. Then two games Monday, um, Black Country Derby between West Brom and Wolves at six o'clock and Burnley against West Ham, the Claret um, Derby at quarter past eight also on um, Sky as well. And there is a chance Man City could win the Premier League this weekend if they beat Crystal Palace and we lose to Liverpool. But Crystal Palace will beat Man City and will beat Liverpool in the title race will beat um, back on as well and then obviously as Alex said the Champions League this week Chelsea against Real Madrid sorry at home to Chelsea tonight 
a Man City home to PSG tomorrow, and then the Europa League, the, the major competition, Man United, Roma. Um, and are you at home to Villarreal, Lloyd? Uh, yeah, home for your slag, I believe. Home, meaning we're away um, in the Stadio Olimpico in um, Rome. Was horrible, quickly talk about that. But the Carabao Cup final um, saw Man City beat Tottenham 1-0. Americ Laporte scoring in the 82nd minute as well. I was fuming because he shouldn't have even been on the pitch. He had the yellow card and then he made another challenge, which should have been a second yellow, so he should have been off. Man City um, dominated the game, really, but, you know, as we said, Tottenham, did they part the best? Well, we'll have the Tottenham view, Max. Another another missed opportunity to add to that empty trophy cabinet. Wait, Spurs played? I had no idea this what you I don't know what game you're on about. I don't even realise we played a game. Um, no, but I don't think we I don't think we part the bus because I mean you could realistically what are you going to do play a really open attacking game of football against you know the best arguably the best team in the world at the moment? No, uh, and especially a Man City who really turned up. I mean, obviously they love Pepper loves the domestic cup final uh, the, the the domestic cup game was where nobody else tries. You just absolutely sweat that <laughs> out. But uh, they literally, I mean, the, at points they played to the very, very peak of their powers and um, and they absolutely dominated. And, and even if you play defensively, they still open you up with the you know bucket loads of creative players they have. So, I mean, realistically, we saw all the best parts of Man City's game and Spurs still did pretty well to hold on for so long. And uh, conceding from, I mean, a set piece, which is kind of the... The last way you would imagine them conceding a goal, seeing as you know they they came so close to conceding about a million times before, and uh, obviously we saw the the tactical fouls come into play about septillion times, and they get a million yellow cards and probably should have had two million yellow cards. Uh, I mean, literally every you can't counter against them because they just foul you and then don't get punished for it like every time. Lucas Moore got yanked about five thousand times. It, it's just it is disgusting really. And um I, I saw this I saw the stat on the screen. It was like Pep Guardiola played nine hundred games or whatever. Won about forty trophies and then his Ryan Mason played two games, including the one he was playing at the moment. That's funny. Yeah, I mean obviously, you know, it was tough for Ryan Mason to come in, did well against Southampton, but do you think, obviously hindsight's a brilliant thing, but do you think if Mourinho was playing in that game, you could have won it? No way. I mean, I think there was one player who really bought into Mourinho, and that was just Harry Kane, who's, you know, obviously is an absolute professional. Um, and every else, every other player wasn't quite convinced or, or was maybe a little bit rattled by Mourinho. And I mean, I think it's about a list as long as my armour play, of players who are kind of, out of uh, favour, and um, to be honest with you, hindsight, not even with hindsight, as soon as I saw the team sheet, there was questions about Endombele, and as soon as the, the game kicked off, after about five minutes, I could have told you that Endombele should have started, to be honest with you, he would have worked perfectly uh, in, in the counter-attack, driving the ball forward and beating the City press, I mean, kind of obvious, really, um, and you could say that was hindsight, but yeah, even at the time, it seemed quite obvious, but I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, before the game, it made sense. And for Man City, got to give them some credit, I suppose. That's um, their record equaling fourth time in succession. They've won the League Cup as well. Pep Guardiola is the first person, uh, first manager to do that um, as well. He beat in the record of Brian Clough, Sir Alex Ferguson, the greatest manager of all time, and Jose 
um, Mourinho as well. And as we said, um, that that equals Liverpool's achievement in the early 80s of winning the competition four years in a row. And they've also I saw something that paid like 14. This is before he won, obviously, that one. 14 finals and has only lost one of them. Yeah, Quite I think... Well, um, what, was the, what was the final? Um, trying to think what the final lost, lost, lost to, He lost to Jose Mourinho. Real Madrid beat them 1-0 in the um, Spanish Cup final. No, uh, the Copa del Rey. Yeah, I'm not sure what it's called. But uh, yeah, Mourinho was in charge of Real Madrid. They beat them 1-0. Yeah, he couldn't couldn't take Man City to the Champions League final, though, could he? And he'd probably lose that, um, knowing them. But uh, as we said brilliant day for um, Man City but the million dollar question for Spurs is um, Matt you've ended runners up in five of the six finals this century and you failed to score in each of the past four excluding the Audi Cup are we ever going to see you know the Dulux um, dog being shut up because you're going to win a trophy or is that trophy cabinet still going to be empty uh, I mean I can't answer the question you know um if, I mean, if if Enoch get uh, the heads in, in order, I mean, it's really, it's absolutely ridiculous, really, isn't it? Because you got as soon as, as, soon as, as soon as we start going, as soon as we as soon as we start going anywhere, you, you, they don't strengthen. I mean, how can you nearly, you know, go fairly close to winning the Premier League title and then just go? And not strengthen the right and then sell well, your best Arsenal, players? They, they, they should have won the year Leicester, did it? And look where they are. Yeah, I mean, that's Spurs should have done that, could have done that season as well. But uh, and then you go an entire summer without signing anybody. How do you do that? But uh, I mean, realistically, it's about appointing a director of football and a, and a manager uh, who know what they're doing. Uh, and I mean, they, they they locked out with with Pochettino being being half decent, and now they can't just luck out again. They have to actually screw their heads on and um, uh, and spend the money and get a good manager. Yeah, um, as well, and that only Arsenal with six have lost more League Cup finals than Tottenham with five, and you've lost each of your last three finals. Um, obviously, 2008 you lost to us, and 2014 you lost to Chelsea, um, and probably the one, as I said, about Pep being becoming the fourth. Ryan Mason's no surprise here is the youngest manager to take charge of a um, League Cup fan as well and there was a brilliant one obviously Laporte scoring he's the third French player to score in the League Cup final um, do you know the other two one played for Man United in 2006 and the other for Man City in 2014 do you know any of you have a guess who the two players were Man United you said 2006 and the other one was Man City in 2014. Patrick Zebra, was it? No. Lloyd, you should not You should know one. The Man City one. I don't know what year was it. 2014. Man Naz- City. Nasri. Nasri. Samri Nasri. God, he's, I think he's a free agent now. Yeah, Take yeah. Take him at Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And do you know, the, do, do you go up? Do you want to know the other one? I don't, what was the other one? What year in team? Man United 2006, he, he played for literally, I think we had a question, didn't we, Alex, and we did a quiz and he played for loads of derby teams, Sunderland, Newcastle, Man oh, United. Not Louis Saha, is it? Louis Saha, you are. <laughs> Louis Saha, the other two French players to score, but the main man out of it all, 
Kevin De Bruyne, an assist for him, that's 17 assists for the season, more than any other Premier League player. He's done it on a big stage, Alex. Yeah, congratulations, he won the League Cup. I, I think I put him in the breath of uh, Maradona and Pele, so that's brilliant, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. One day you're going to give him some credit. I do give him credit. You don't. I, I do. I, I, he's, a, he's, a, he's a top, top quality player, but I don't put him in the bracket of being the world's best. I don't. I, Why? I, I, I've never said he's rubbish. I've never said he's poor. He's a very, very, very good player. But he, for me... Do you, he put Salah in, do you put you put Salah in the, be, in the bracket of the world's best? Yes, because consistently, I think he's won more. And he's... he's yeah, I do. I'm sorry, that's my opinion. I, I'm not saying De Bruyne is poor. Of course I'm not. I'm not stupid. But what I'm saying is, I still think... Like you just said, another assist. He took a corner and someone added it in. No... Come on, taking a corner. That, it, wasn't like, even, it wasn't even a corner, it was a free kick. That's easier. Oh, yeah. Closer. I, 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 I'm not saying he's rubbish. Of course, he, he would get into any other Premiership team. Of course he would. But what I'm saying is, he's, for me, still not in the world's elite player. Better he, than Pogba. Yeah, possibly he might have more ability than Pogba. When I look at Pogba's sheet and you know, winning a World Cup, um, you know, I put Pogba above him. And that's just... What I do, I don't think De Bruyne has achieved what he should achieve with the talent he's got and with the players he's got around him. Like, don't you get must... me wrong, if, if Man City go and win the European Cup now, um, next month, or if they were fair enough, I, I might say yes, fair play. But what I'm saying is, I still don't think he's just done that step above. If he keeps failing with Belgium and he keeps failing with Man City in the two biggest competitions, I don't think you can put him in the breath as your Ronaldo's, as your, your Messi's, as your. Is he the best midfielder in the world? At the moment, yeah, uh, yeah, pop, pop. I, I don't know. I don't know many midfielders that are better than him. I'm not saying that. Would Would you get in your world best team at the minute? On current form or on forever? In current form, nowadays. Current, current form, possibly, yeah, but. What do you mean, possibly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably would. I'm not, I'm not denying that, but I still think when you talk about certain players for me to go to that extra level. You've got to win the major tournaments, and that's why I put David Silva. For me, if I had the choice of David Silva or Kevin De Bruyne, I would no. put David Silva all day long. No, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's right. It's a great player, David Silva, still is a great player, but you, you're the only person that does a podcast, radio show, football, uh, this live on telly that doesn't think De Bruyne is one of the best in the world. Uh, and I pre- I'm, I'm not, I'm, I could be completely wrong, but why would you... OK, there's a crowd. I'll put, I'll put it back on you. Why would you pick De Bruyne over David Silva after what David Silva achieved for Man City for Spain? Why why, why is De Bruyne better than David De Silva Bru- then? He just, he just finds passes and puts That's balls David in. Silva did. Yeah, but he, De Bruyne does it to another level. What? Sorry, he won the Europe. He won the World Cup. With, uh, no, he won the Europe. No, he won the. Sorry, what what level are you talking about? Europe. No, but what he, level? He hasn't he, won the Champions League with Man City. He, he hasn't won a major tournament with Belgium. David Silva won a World Cup with Spain and a European Championship with Spain and another European Championship with Spain. But he's but he's not as good as De Bruyne. I'm I'm a bit lost in your in your reckoning. You, I don't know how De Bruyne can become better than David Silva. I'm, he's I'm sorry, just, he's the Wolves' voice. De Bruyne is. <laughs> Congratulations, but to you in a World Cup and Euros, don't come to me. There's just no... It's it's hard. He's he's just remarkable. He's he's, he's one of the best I've ever seen live in a stadium. I've seen a lot of great midfielders, and he's one of the best I've ever seen. Really? Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. If and like, even, like even a De Bruyne, page... De Bruyne fanboy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's brilliant. I don't. He's, I don't all right. Better. I appreciate. As I said, I appreciate everyone else's opinions because football is all about opinions. But like, I don't see how you could automatically say that De Bruyne is a better player than David Silva. I'm not saying he terms, won't do any. In not, terms of, in terms of the player, yeah. if you forget winning anything, De Bruyne is better. So Would you agree with that? Though? Surely, as a player... On, a, on, a bil- on ability, then. On ability, De Bruyne is better than David Silva. Yeah, in your opinion, I, I respect that. I think it's well, right. No, in your... Would you say, on a, on ability, say they both won the same amount or they hadn't won anything, who would you say is better? But you, but you couldn't say that, could you? Because that's, that's an impossible thing to say. You're basing it on, yeah, he's a great passer, and he is a great passer, don't get me wrong, but so is David Silva. You're saying it on the amount of assists but if, if, got. David on, Silva got a lot of assists. If, if, so I don't De Bruyne, know. if De Bruyne goes to anywhere but Man City and wins the Champions League, because obviously he won't win it at Man City, uh, and wins the World Cup or the Euros and matches everything that David Silva does, who's the better player in well, your yeah, life? Like I just said to you, if, if, if he goes on and wins the Champions League with Man City this year, I'll put my hand up and say, yeah, he's gone to that next step. But I would you say he's better than David Silva if he won everything David Silva won? Well, it, it'll depend. It, yeah, of course. It'll, but but to, to be fair, David Silva won the three major tournaments with Spain. Not on his own, admittedly. He had players around him. He, he, he won things for Man City year in, year out. He was consistently the, the best player in the Premier League over that five-year spell for me. And I don't see De Bruyne. I see him go missing a lot of games. I, I do. <laughs> and I, I don't think he is as consistent as David Silva was. And I, I think David Silva, for me, it was a better all-round player. Is he the greatest midfielder in Premier League? Um, who? Silver? Yeah. Oh, what, of all time? Of all time, yeah. Oh, that, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's, I, not, he's not a nominee for the Premier League Hall of Fame. I, I put him up there, I would, my, in my opinion. I, I think he was incredible. He, it, was a it, he doesn't fit the, the like, credentials for the Hall of Fame either. You need to retire for like 2010, or 2020. No. Thank no. you, Lloyd. See, he, he jumps at it. No one I wouldn't know that. I'm trying to make me look like a lemon. <laughs> in my opinion... In my Bruno opinion, isn't in there, is he? <laughs> in my opinion, Silver doesn't hold a candle to Mrs. Dembele. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I agree with that, Max. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> um, on the Premier League call of I, I, would, I would like to sit down with you guys. And I think we should perhaps build from, from 1992, which is a bit unfair for you guys, but build, say, a 25-man squad that were people who've played in the Premier League. And we'd be interested to see yeah. who makes that 25-man squad. Because, obviously, I, I, I shouldn't say this on air because it'll shock the millions of viewers we have, but you three have gone down in my estimations by picking a five-a-side football team with no Maradona in it. Now, Maradona could play on his own and beat the five you picked. You know? Come on. <laughs> no. You need to explain this. I thought I expected a lot more off Lloyd and Max. Leon, I didn't expect nothing more off you, but I did expect a lot more off Lloyd and Max. Intelligent guys about their football. No Maradona. My word. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that. Well, you know, just, just, you know, I, they got down to my estimations. And, you know, you, know, you know, they know football, Lloyd. Max, especially Lloyd. Max, both you. Football knowledge. But not, no Maradona in your five-a-side teams. Well, Lloyd, you put Chavi in there, didn't you, in that one? Sorry, what are you saying? He's not a bad player, is Avi, mind? <laughs> He's a, he, if he wants to be Ronaldo and Messi, he literally would have had, like, two Ballon d'Ors. Oh no! Oh, Ch- no, I said Alex said he put you. How have you not put Maradona? I said I agree with. Look, he put you. You put Messi, 
Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Xavi. They're all better. I'm not all better, but you'd rather like Messi or Maradona. Did you guys ever see Ronaldo play the Brazilian? Or will you be young to see him play the, the Brazilian Ronaldo? He's better than Zidane. Not, not like live. But like, no, yeah. he was he was he was awesome. Better than Zidane. Yeah, in your opinion, Leon, I expect I respect that. Not in my opinion, but as I said, I, I will I will refer you, honourable gentlemen, back to the 1998 World Cup final and see what happened there. If Zidane was better than Ronaldo, and see make your choice after watching that game. When Zidane was gliding round the park to France, smashing two ends in and picking up that gold thing called the World Cup. He got that that game got lost in the archives. Of oh, it. did it? Right? Yeah, but, yeah, but Bruno won the Nations League final. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> that's a great point actually. That's that's a fully qualified international. <laughs> did Zidane ever doing the prem? No. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that is a good point actually, Lloyd. Like, I will accept that. I will take that. Well, you should have done. I it. I went with twenty-five man squad, right? Bruno Fernandes, Harry Kane, De Bruyne, all make that 25 months ago. Well, yeah, you're going to be a bit more top heavy because obviously you've you've started watching Premiership later. And I understand that. Like, this no, I, 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 I don't think I could. I don't. I think out of the three, I just know. I think only Harry Kane probably gets in. And do I possibly De Bruyne? But some of the options you have like Beerkamp, Henri. You know, so who would you? Here's a question for you. I'll ask the three the, the, the three of you. Lloyd, if you had a choice as Xavi. David Silva or Kevin De Bruyne on your team, who would you pick? Oh, Xavi, 100%. Max? Xavi, I think. Leon? Xavi. See, so fair play. That's that's unanimous, isn't it? Because I think even I'd go Xavi because he was such a good player. But like Lloyd said, he wasn't really spoken about in the same breath as Iniesta was the same, wasn't he? He, he didn't get the, the headlines of your Ronaldos and your Messis purely because they were so exceptional. You know, it's... it's it's a funny thing, like you said, if they weren't around, how good was Xavi would have been? Would he go down as the world's one of the world's greatest players of all time? You know. And that twenty-five man squad list will come soon. We we are gonna have to make that happen with Bruno Fernandez as captain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in that, you, as well, you, but... you wouldn't have Burkamp in it, would you, Leon? Nah, even Henri overrated. That's when he said, like, Henri was like the seventh best striker. I I put him as fourth or fifth behind (laughs) You're joking me. I I put Alan... No, I think I put him as... When we did look back at Aguero, I think I put Aguero, Alan Shearer, Wayne Rooney all above him. Oh, Terry Henry was... He was insane. He just won. He won. Well, you'd, you'd say that, wouldn't you? Because you're an Arsenal fan. Like no, I, I'm not an Arsenal no, fan. Like I would say Rooney's better because he played for Man United. No. Honestly, Henri was absolutely out of this world. <laughs> he was really out of this world. Not, not as good as Shearer or... I'd, okay, I'd, I'll say later. I'll send some highlights. I was watching some the other night. I was saying some highlights there. And you can watch it. Do you think he'll be a better owner than he will play a Lloyd? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, well, if he's a better owner, he, he is player. Arsenal will be winning everything his time next. <laughs> Champions League <laughs> ten point. times in a row. They got both him and Alan Shearer to get uh, first two players in the Premier League Hall of Fame. But we'll possibly talk about that next week. But the main, probably best thing about that Man City Tottenham game was um, that there was eight thousand fans, two thousand from each team, and four thousand um, from local residents and the NHS work as well. So hopefully we can have more fans. Uh, um, sporting games well Max and Lloyd Man City, Man City fans made no noise at all as well. <laughs> yeah you know terrible fans um, no I'm only joking Man City fans um, can't, yeah. no but um, Max and Lloyd can go and watch a terrible Arsenal 
and Tottenham and then um, Alex can go back and watch in his league one sorry championship not league one championship football I don't look I don't look far down that pyramid Alex and then when we no, win, I wouldn't expect you when when we win in the quadruple we'll we'll send you a we'll send you a postcard from um with the Champions League final next year wherever it is lifting the Champions League trophy I appreciate that thanks I'll do. We'll do. I'll do a special live from wherever it is next year, wherever you wish to decide. But um, talking the Champions League, finally, obviously, Man City do play PSG this week. Is Mbappe going to be fit? Is probably the big question about it for you. We'll start off with you, Lloyd. Does Man City beat PSG? Uh, yes, but it'll be it'll be a huge struggle for them. Well, n- not a struggle, but it's the hardest game. Well, is do you reckon, is Mbappe fit? You're off, normally a, a fitness guru on players that are fit and not fit. Uh, I, I think I think he might be, but I, I, I'm, I'm not really sure to be honest. No, I I I all jokes. I think that I saw Haaland at the Etihad, obviously not live in the stadium, but I, when they played at the Etihad against Dortmund, Haaland he just outdid Ruben Diaz and probably when we do play of the season, Ruben Diaz has got to be up there. So you know, imagine Mbappe. And as much as I said that Neymar is a bit overrated, you know, imagine them up against Ruben Diaz with a pace and, and skill. Well, knowing Neymar, he probably dives, but Mbappe and Di Maria, hopefully PSG do the job. Do uh, PSG turn over Man City for you, Max? Um, I mean, I'd like them to, but I don't, I don't think they will. I was just double checking to see if Fernando uh, Llorente was a free agent or not, but you know he has a club. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if he was playing, he'd, he'd absolutely haunt Man City again. No, I was. I was great night when he won the best. Do you know, what? I was. They was watching the highlights. That was honestly, even though Liverpool won it, that was probably one of the best Champions League on record. I mean, the games you had Tottenham when you beat Ajax, Lucas Moura against Ajax, Llorente when they knocked Man City out. Obviously, Liverpool did win it, but I mean, that was just a, a great year for Champions League. But Alex, does PSG beat Man City for you? Do you know, I got a sneaky suspicion they will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, wow. Sense talk. I, I got a sneaky suspicion. Not, you know, I, I don't know, but I, yeah, I, I think PSG will be bursting a gut to win this European League just to get this huge uh, thing off their back. And I, yeah, I, I fancy it to beat Man City over two legs. PSG shirts in the post, ready for tomorrow. Um, but in the other semi-final, Chelsea against Real Madrid. Lloyd, did Chelsea beat Real Madrid for you? No. No, Max. Um, I have a feeling it could be a boring game. Uh, but really? uh, yeah, I mean, surprise! I know Chelsea are really insane <laughs> inside. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I think Real Madrid have to win. Have to win it. Very, very surprising that a boring game involving um, Chelsea. But saying now the world, the snooker championships have been probably more exciting than that. But not hard, is it? Um, Alex, did Chelsea knock out Real Madrid for you? I hope not. I, I hope Madrid do turn them over. But Why do you hope not? What have you got against Chelsea? Well, nothing, nothing. Well, you know what I got against Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's not just that. I, I think if I if I remind myself back to a couple of months ago when I said someone like Barcelona or Real Madrid might go on to win the Champions League, so I'm back in my, my outside <laughs> order to come in and uh, win it. But I, 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 yeah, I hope they do. But I, I like like Max, I think it could be quite a boring game. And you do, you, Chelsea go you do realise if Real Madrid don't win the Champions League, we can go back and play the clip. If you hadn't said that, none of us would have remembered you said that. Wait, if Real but, Madrid but, don't win it, you wouldn't look like a melon. 
Yeah, but when you get older and you become wiser, you realise you've got to admit your errors. I thought I said someone like Barca and, or Real Madrid were going to win the Champions League. I'm not too far away yet, you know. <laughs> oh, Barcelona went out the first night. I know, but what I mean, I said someone like Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll lay you off. We'll lay you off that. Um, well, obviously, I, I hope PSG and Real Madrid go for I I honestly think it's going to be a Real Madrid-PSG final. That's not just my heart. I think that's my head on this one. And the main competition, Europa League, Man United to beat Roma, of course, Alex. No, I'm going to go Roma. We'll let our Italian... I'm going to go Chris Small in to grab a hat-trick. Um, we'll let our Italian expert prove you wrong on that. <laughs> Roma, they've obviously, what you said, haven't been that great compared to other seasons. Max, do you think we'll win that? Yeah, I think you have to, to be honest oh. with you. Yeah, embarrassing, just so embarrassing. Like, honestly, you can't. I can't even imagine if you'd lose. To be honest with you, <laughs> they have got obviously Mkhitaryan, um, Chris Smalling, Edin Dzeko, ex Man City. So they have got a good range of players. Um, Florenz, is Florenzi still there, Max, or is he? Um, he's a PSG, isn't he? Oh, PS, sorry, PS. Yeah, sorry, we, we beat them, so I should know. Um, something Man City won't do. It's so um, shameless. You beat them and then get knocked <laughs> out of the competition. Well, so well, what does it matter? We still beat PSG, don't we? No. Yeah, but they're in the semi-finals of the Champions League. We're in the, the semi-finals League. of the Europa League. What's the better competition in the Europa League, quite clearly? <laughs> Will we beat Roma, Lloyd? Uh, no, you're going to lose 10-0. 10-0. <laughs> And it's going to be a good evening for Villarreal against Arsenal, is that right, uh, Lloyd? Yeah, well, I'm, I can't, I don't even want to watch it, uh, just because if, if on the face, like, like obviously on paper we should win, but on the slim chance we lose, well, I'm just not showing my face again. <laughs> so, yes or no, life depends on it. Will you win? Uh. No, and I'll be proved wrong, hopefully. That's good. Max, would it be a I good evening for Villarreal or, or Arsenal? It could be a good night to Arsenal. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll take I mean, that. Again, so so embarrassing. Honestly, I couldn't imagine if Arsenal lost it. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I think it's fairly even, to be honest with you. But um, I'd say... I mean, it's difficult to say who's actually the favourite, really. Because you'd probably say that Villarreal are actually the favourite. Um, but, yeah, no, I'd, I'll say Arsenal win it, and then hopefully I get proved wrong. And, <laughs> yeah, I may agree with you on that. Arsenal to win, hopefully I get proved wrong. And Lloyd's... Uh, sorry, Alex, who are you going for? I hope Arsenal win, but I, I don't know if they will, but I hope they do. Do you know what? And I'll tell it, Mr. Lopez, speak to Mr. Lopez, right, and ask him about Villarreal, obviously. And he said this season, um, he thinks Arsenal beat Villarreal. So they have, they have like one decent player. Yeah, he, he said. He said this year. He said they've <laughs> had a mistake against Barca. That's, that's one more decent player you got, my Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, Lopez said that Villarreal haven't been the best this year they've had their moments but he thinks Arsenal will go through so you can take that Lloyd but can't wait for May the 27th and Man United against Villarreal final then when's the Champions League 30th um, <laughs> when's Villarreal this Roma <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
all, all four English teams get knocked out of the semi-finals. Nothing like the <laughs> national, not like the national team, is it, to lose in the semi-finals? Um, we'll pass on that anyway. But that's it for the same Martin's football show this week. We'll be we'll be back next week to talk about Man United's first leg win over Roma. It'll be a good evening for Real Villarreal. And Man City will probably bottle it against PSG. And knowing Chelsea will be a ball fest again. So, um, as we said, thank you for listening. Don't forget all the episodes on Spotify as well. As well, um, before we go, as well as some election specials as well. I know some of the other year groups and people from our year group have been interviewing Labour, Plaid Cymru and Liberal Democrats so far. I think on Wednesday, tomorrow, they're doing the Conservative as well. So, obviously, this year... 16 to 17 year olds can vote as well so well worth um and listen as well to them um political um parties and saying their manifesto but from all of us thank you for listening and good night You're getting way too big for your boots You're never too big for the boot I got the big size trolls on my feet Your face ain't big for my boots Kick up the you Man know that I kick up the you Then why they try to stop the truth How dare you to stop the truth Look, You're getting way too big for your boots You're never too big for the boot I got the big size trolls on my feet Your face ain't big for my boots Kick up the you Man know that I kick up the you Then why they try to stop the truth How dare you to stop the truth When I come round here like a bad boy do it Run all the talking Go on and do it Running through the party Bottle of Bacardi Bowls in my ear Saying spoon don't do it Devil on my shoulder I don't lack Hitting with a Walk I don't scrap Even when I'm sober I'm so gassy Right but there's no car And no match What are you talking about? Clown Stand down Never had a Mac 10 Or a Shea Pound You were never bad then You ain't bad now Never had a Mac then Look you back down Wait I saw bear kicks Saw bear clothes Said off that I can't wear those I don't like them They're not my thing. They went silent They're all weirdos Like yeah Spoon's on Claire Never had a Tom Ford Or a Montclair Man them a car But you see my Don Dare off crease, tell them don't do it, don't dare Don't care who you know from my block You're not Al Capone, you get blocked They can take my car and my crepes I still do the road in my socks Like who's gonna stop me, you, him You in a cigarette, blue, slims Don't be an idiot, move smart I've been killing it, new king Wiggins ain't ready for my new stuff You're a bitch by yourself, go and group up And when crep went states for the BTs I was covering crep like a boot cut If mad, it's a family thing, straight family thing Dumb man, I broke no salary thing Had a painting called Amy Telling me to come round hers on a Valerie thing Hashtag murky academy thing Coming like art in the gallery thing Dumb boy there wanna chat about bars Wanna chat about crud but, but, but. You're getting way too big for your boots You're never too big for the boot I got the big size trolls on my feet Your face ain't big for my boots Kick up the you Man know that I kick up the you Them boy there try to suck the truth How dare you to suck the truth Look I'm too hot Much money in my shoebox I'm the man of the house with my show sold out Like the brother from the boondocks Beats one on my boombox Still still meat from the shoe pot Man I'm go sick with my tune drops Little man that's a who blow not a who block What? Pronounce it right you I go magic I'm down to die for this I don't care bro I'm down to pipe your chick Mad stress so I'm bound to lie my hips Wait I'm down to ride for flips Real G's gonna ride around to this Man I got no time to ride at this I never left my night to fight for this Waste man thing I don't care what rave man's in I came here to relax but if it gets mad Make a young boy take man's things Try to tell me I'm way too big to rebel Nah man you're never too big to rebel I was in the old two singing my lungs out rude boy, you're never too big for Adele Leave my yard, blow a kiss to my girl Salute to my sister as well Gotta keep trophies down at my mum's bit Man, I'm getting way too big for my shelf Man, I see bare MCs on the sideline But I still got a couple bangs in the
the pipeline, man. I got grown men at me. You're getting way too old for the timeline. You're getting way too old for this. Should've looked after your kids. Get out the booth, go home to your son. It's never too late to commit. It's like man, love put my name in the bar. Random flat, get a plane to guitar. This year I learned how to take her business. Next year I'll learn how to play the guitar. You're getting way too big for your boots. You're never too big for the boot. I got the big size holes in my feet. Your face ain't big for my boots. Kick up the you. Man, know that I kick up the you. Then why they try to stop the truth? How dare you to stop the truth? Look, you're getting way too big for your boots. You're never too big for the boot. I got